Hello and welcome to 16 Ounce Cinema's Director's Gallery. I'm TJ. I'm here with Michael. Yo. And goodbye, Cameron Mitchell. Goodbye, Cameron Mitchell. Who's Cameron Mitchell? He's the star of this movie, 1966's Knives of the Avenger, as we continue our Mario Minute with Mario Bava. And this is the last time they worked together. Oh, Right. Um, I don't know if you've grown to like him, but as I'm like reading the Tim Lucas book to go along with these episodes, mm-hmm. basically it's been every time he's been in the the movie, it's like chapter after chapter of him just he loved Baba. Oh. So it, it's for me now after reading like pages, yeah, we're not pages and pages of his quotes, but yeah. you know, all every, all these movies he's been in, it's just been him like just basically saying talking about the set and how much he loved working with bava now it's it's time for him to Dude, go he's got a terrible imdb picture he looks like a gay cowboy from a terrible mm-hmm. like sea level 1960s western yeah he didn't have a great career after he, he left bava he went out to italy to like duck taxes and stuff <laughs> um and because he yeah. had the money there and then i do he... want to watch hollywood cop he plays captain bonono Bono. <laughs> that looks awesome that, that is a bad um picture yeah he went to like tv in the 70s and a few movies here and there and then he like he was like direct to video through the 80s and some really bad stuff and some of them are just like he showed up to do like little cameo clips yeah can i give you the caption for hollywood cop yes it says raping robbing kidnapping killing the action never stops (laughs) (laughs) that's like uh, that crew song wild side yeah, it's just Wild they just made time. a yeah. It came out in Wild 1987, time. so maybe it's maybe it's based on that. <laughs> I wonder if he's even uh, like really. Yeah, he's second build. Oh, okay. Yeah, right next to James Mitchum. That's a oh, is that his brother? Mitchum. Kind of cool. He's Mitchell. Yeah, they're both. Oh, Mitchell. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm bad at things like that i don't think i see him on this poster, which is a wild poster of a guy just shooting a assault rifle some yeah. chick behind him with really low cut neckline and a little pistol holding the hand of like a, what looks like a, a real uh, life chucky doll the yeah, kid's I dressed like that, chucky like, from a far away it looks like like a little fey girl that's possibly like 16 to 19 you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> what else is in here there's a guy doing a high kick like a split yeah, he's like doing karate with some guy. dude in a leather jacket blocking it with his arm. You have right that, up that front black of the guy with a gun pointed at his own head is called Jaguar. <laughs> he looks like Richard Roundtree. You know, of course, you have the bikini chick with the martini. You have a yeah, Doberman Nick, cool. and a car exploding. And, I, and then two dudes that... with like a with like what are those like RPGs? <laughs> yeah. And is that like. Is that supposed to be Cameron Mitchell, who's pointing, whose head is like right next to the like bigger poster dude's crotch? I guess. I mean, it is maybe like he's the late eighties. I don't know. I hope it's the guy that to the right of him with like this cool hair and like. Me cool too. I think beard. so. And the cool beard. This also yeah. doesn't even look like a VHS cover. It looks like the cover no. of like a really shitty like paperback. <laughs> it's also from the director of Samurai Cops. So this guy just loves making cop films. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> good, I wonder uh, if they're like if they're like se- conical sequels, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, so after Hollywood Cop, like he goes to if Japan and becomes Samurai, Samurai cop, cop or he yeah. falls in like a wormhole and goes through time. It's his last movie, so I guess it didn't do very well. 
<laughs> so speaking of uh, cool posters, there is not a single poster for Knives of the Avenger that is not awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're all great. They, I love them. They're basically, what this movie is, it's a Viking western based yeah. on the movie Shane. Oh. Where this guy rolls into town to help this woman and her son while the husband's away. Yeah. Get revenge on this the the bad guy who who's a pretty yeah, this weak. This should have villain. a lot of lot of lot of twists and turns, even though I saw it coming. But still, if I see it coming, then you know it's just obvious. But right, it, it was awesome. This is actually my favorite Baba, I think, like that I've watched. Really? It was just a really great movie. I think for me so far. It's got to be The Girl Who Knew Too Much. Yeah, I liked a, a lot. I love Planet of the Vampires. Not and so much for um, the other Jalo, Blood and Black Lace stand Yeah, I did me. like Blood and Black Lace a lot. Um, but yeah, this was just my favorite. You know how I like like stories that are just self-contained? And so this this was just so simple. Like, it's, such a, and it's so well done. So. Yeah. It was. Plus, it had a, it featured a witch on the beach, which I've never seen, and it also isn't very scary. Like when there's a witch on the beach, doing her witchy, creepy. Shit, I it's loved just, it's the not opening. It made it. Yeah. I loved it because it seemed mythic. Even though the witch, like, she spoils the movie. She has a prophecy and just <laughs> straight up spoils the movie. I was like, that was exactly what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, even if you look up the synopsis, though, I love the synopsis, and it just begins with a knife-throwing Viking warrior. You don't need to read any more than that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you can clearly tell the peasant woman that he's protecting is not a peasant because she's beautiful and everyone else is a peasant. <laughs> right. So, you, so can, you, okay. you can really tell, like, peasants apart from, like, royalty way back in those kind of times, whereas, like, you know, you can have an attractive woman here now anywhere. But back then, it really seemed like they were just the royalties yeah, movies were the pretty do, ones. When these movies in the 60s really did make it seem like oh, if you were pretty, you were royalty, and all the other poor schmucks had to get by looking like dogs. Yeah, when, once they turned 25, they were like 200 pounds and had moles on them. That's and, Unless they were like the daughter of a poor man whose like land was going to be taken or his daughter taken oh, away yeah. by a, an ugly, evil, rich man. Then, of course, they have the attractive daughter they can sell off, which makes sense. Um, I, where do you want to start with this? I have a few notes. I have a lot I want to say. Uh, well, we can just kind of go through, go through kind of what happened and then we can kind of okay. talk about what, 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 you know, your notes and stuff like that. In it. So I will say like one more note at the beginning. I've never been to a beach like that, that has like the mountains on both sides. And I've always wanted to, it was how many fucking beaches I've went to is just, like, that's never happened for me. We yeah. should just go on a, a Bava trip and go to, go oh. to his favorite beach. Dude, that's a great idea. <laughs> Do a little witchcraft. Meet, so, a, meet a witch at a cave. So the witch gives her prophecy, and then it seems like she died, but I guess she's just taking a nap on a rock. Yeah, like, because like, he's like, he totally was like, I don't believe your prophecy, but I'm totally going to not kill you right now. This is the, the villain to. we're talking Hagen, about. Right? He's He is such a weak villain. Like, he even opens the thing where she's kind of like, I'm done talking to you, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> we see him later where he like he basically um cameron mitchell's character rurik hagen decapitated like his whole family yeah which we don't see we just which, see okay him... so he did decapitate his whole family but like he he didn't know there was a truce between villages and he thought he was decapitating their their enemies 
Right. And he rode in like to their town, like, "Hey, I killed your enemies," and everyone's like, "I can't believe you did this." Yeah, he threw the heads at uh, King Errold, 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 whatever. Errold, A R O D, I think. Errod. Okay, Arod. Arod. King yeah. Arod. I forget yeah. the uh, queen's name. So in front of King Arod and his queen, he throws the yeah. heads, and then uh, the king is like, day, the, the king is like, wedding. you really shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And then but the he actual. <laughs> and then the actual biggest villainy is committed by Rurik. This is all in the past of the movie we see in flashback. Yeah. Who rolls into to Arod's village and basically just kills everybody, burns everything, and then rapes the queen. Yeah. But I mean, I get that part too because they they just had a truce and and their their main army just like decapitated his whole family. Right. So like, I I also get why he did it. So it's just like I get why both of these guys did what they did. Right. And, and yeah. so, but then like it, it, Hagen is now the big bad guy. When at this point, like Rurik, kind of went above and beyond in his retribution. Yeah. Well. I, but I then disagree. he like I he runs away fun. and feels bad and like disappears out into the wilderness. Yeah, he, he disappears for like eight years or something like that. Right. I and, did. And... I did like Hagen's speech before all that, where he like he's talking to his like eight followers on horses, where he's like, <laughs> you know what, guys, it's really time to stop pillaging and murdering. Let's go back to our home and pillage and murder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was like, great. Right, yeah. That was a good speech. Yeah, so Hagen was on the run. Everybody went went on the run. Like nobody was leading these villages for eight years, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it why is so because Errol basically there was a famine and he disappears for three years to go find wheat. Yeah, he like he crashed Rur- a ship or something and everybody thought he was dead except for the wife. Right, the and queen. Rurik yeah. is on the run because he's like in shame and like sad that he did what he did under like. Yeah. Except that his family was actually dead, but he guess he feels he re- reacted against yeah. the wrong person. Yeah. Except Errol is kind of to blame. He should have had Hagen in check. Yeah, yeah. They and should it, have. They should have sent his big mercenary guy. Like, hey, uh, we're we're cool now. Don't don't kill them. Like that should have been something they sent a messenger for or something. Yeah, and so Hagen is on the run because he got spanked. So yeah. like literally, no one is running these villages. Why is everyone on the run from everyone else if they're all on the run? And like the woman and her and her now kid is the queen and her kid is like are on a run too, but they're like yes, half an hour yes. half an hour horsey ride from the village. Like they didn't really go very far. No, they just walked up the beach, so the beach would take away. Yeah, the and not only that, but like they, they live next to the river that brings life to all the villages, so they're not really hiding. No. 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 So that, that's a no. big flaw. You know, I didn't even think of that when I was watching, but yeah, everyone <laughs> just ran. And you know, I like this movie because I know what's going on. <laughs> I know the character names, and it's just like <laughs> that's that's how that's how you can tell. <laughs> so um, we begin with Rurik rolling into that um that little cabin by the river. It basically yeah. it looks exactly like Oblivion. <laughs> just yeah, him on a horse yeah. like some hills a little bit of mountains a little bit of lavender he stops to yeah. harvest yeah. it and just like an npc like she turns him away like you can be a bandit get out yes. of here yeah yeah <laughs> which actually is kind of funny like if it was a bandit they would just kill you and take your food yeah and if it's not a bandit you just let a nice man leave for no reason <laughs> like it doesn't make sense you can't turn away bandits like they'll just take your shit yeah yeah, it's a bad call. So, so he goes to the river and like catches a fish by hand and then eats it raw. Yeah, 
That guy's cool. <laughs> like, he just <laughs> given to the wilderness. He couldn't even just start a fire. He's just, I guess, so hungry, he couldn't wait. Yeah. I could, I could feel that. Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> and then, then he hears some actual bandits attacking the queen and her boy. Yeah. And he goes and, and saves her. Yeah, and by like and like we're introduced by his with his fighting style by like seeing a, a knife go through the dude's neck. I did like, not Pow! expect to graphically see a knife <laughs> through a throat. Fucking sweet, yeah. And then like it was an actual like pretty cool fight between the other bandits and went this on for a while. Fight was and like he brutal. got tossed around a bit. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. And then he he axed him in the chest, which was fucking yeah, sweet. Well, he bashes his head in and then axes him in the chest. <laughs> that was actually really well choreographed fight. Yeah, and then he turns to the woman. He's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna clean this up. It'll take a few days." <laughs> he said. He said. <laughs> he just kind of invites himself. We made a bit of a mess. <laughs> yeah. the quote. I, I didn't get this, but like, does he not recognize her, or he does right away? Like, uh, well, see, I kind of my my next thing was okay. Her name was Karen. It seems like suddenly Karen knows about him, and I feel like because but he was going to confess to her, and then like her boy like had trouble. Her boy looks exactly like the man who raped her on her wedding night. Oh, but yeah, like, like they yeah, could like, not have made that any less subtle. <laughs> so I guess maybe that's where she figured it out. She's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> they have the exact same dirty orange hair that no one else <laughs> yeah. in this world has. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but he never actually confesses to her. He gets all like, mm, no. I gotta, oh my God, I gotta tell her. And yeah. then he's like, I gotta tell you something. And then like, it's interrupted. But then suddenly later she, she knows. Yeah, I wouldn't tell her either. I I'd help her out with bandits and bring her fish. That would be my apology. Like, right? Yeah, it. I don't I, I don't think it. But he, I mean, I guess he feels something for the boy. Yeah. Hey, where do we watch this movie? Because it looked incredible. Like as soon as I turn it on, I'm like, holy fuck. We we had to be sneaky about it. There is. Oh, did a, we? Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, it's on. I think Tubi and YouTube, but uh, no, it's basically <laughs> unwatchable in both of those yeah. places. It's a bad four by three cut yeah. so it like cuts off the edges yeah. to parents yeah, so if you want to see this movie go go fishing it looked amazing well that's, no 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 the, we, we, we well i should say we watched the kino lorber blu-ray which does look how do, incredible how do we do that do i own it <clears throat> oh right okay it doesn't matter <laughs> whatever yeah um one of my favorite parts of the movie where the uh, the, the father and son are bonding and they're like, men belong outside, women belong in the kitchen. Right. <laughs> I started laughing. <laughs> yeah, he just does all this, like, dad stuff with, uh, yeah. with the boy. Moki. Yeah. Moki? Yeah, Moki. It's a stupid name, but it makes sense. Um, next, we go to the tavern, which uh, has stairs. I figured you were going to notice that. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really, that's right. We do get a few good, nice stair shots. It doesn't yeah. even make sense why there's stairs. No, I guess it's on a hill a little bit, but I don't. Right. I don't know. But it's I'm basically you enter onto this platform and then have to walk downstairs into the tavern. Yeah, maybe it's up north, so their their tavern like it's kept cool because it's underground or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, it just protects it from all those those beach winds and everything. <laughs> um, there's some cool dialogue in this. I didn't write all of it down, or really any of it, but I did write down hatred is a fruitful plant. Oh, that's good. So we, we meet Hagen, and basically the extreme of, of his villainy is that a dog is afraid of him. <laughs> and 
And like you said, he only has. Yeah, like, he looks like my dad, by the way. That's, that's <laughs> as soon as I saw him, like, that's is that my dad? What's going on? I gotta oh, he, look this he, up. He looks like a mix between my dad and the uh, the cyborg guy in the first Alien movie. I forget his name. Uh, Ian Holm. Yeah. So you're Fausto Tozzi. <laughs> Tozzi. <laughs> is looks like your dad. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. All right. I guess and, I haven't seen your dad. Oh, I, I see this one. Yeah, I, I see this one where he's like in a... I don't really remember your dad very clearly, obviously. Oh, I didn't know he was also Bilbo. It. That's funny that I looked that up now. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, him and his, like, six guys are hang out, yeah. drinking at the tavern. Basically, that's all they do. Like, they're, they're yeah. like, they're villainy they, after a while. Like, we're done being on the run. Let's just go to the bar and hang out and call that our headquarters. Who who ran the town when they were all gone? Was that's it like, what I was saying. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Like, it just seemed like the barkeep was kind of keeping everything together. And then Hagen decides, you know what? We're going to go back and start a fucking moose lodge. Like, this guy is not a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he has this big talk about raping and pillaging, and then he just goes to the bar and drinks with his buddies all day. Yeah, and he's he, like, kind of mean, kind of I guess. That's, that's about yeah. it. So, yeah. He's mean, and he... he he doesn't like people sitting in his spot. <laughs> what a villain. <laughs> uh, I, I had kind of hoped this was going to be a nonstop knife throwing rampage movie. Yeah. Based on the poster, which it's not. No. And, all right. So I kind of skimmed over the rest of the movie there. They try to set a trap for Rurik who like, Decides like I'm gonna go see so, Hagen. At real a, quick, back to the back to the tavern. You know, talking about dialogue. He, he to the wench he was with. He's like, "You're beautiful, but you're dumber than a seal. You can't be oh, queen." Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like that. Oh, I sent you a picture of my dad, by the way, so you can, then, you can check it out. And then he like just throws her off of him. Yeah, I like laughed that's, out that's loud. How you do it back there. Like, He's just like ah. No, oh, let me see um, this picture of your dad. Too bad we can't put it on our Facebook. Oh yeah. Oh we wow. Can. He yeah. does look like he's got a thinner yeah. face, but yeah, if you put Ian yeah. Holm in there, which yeah. rounds out the face. Yeah. Yeah, my, your dad looks mom's basically looking, like mom's a rough a little bit. <laughs> is this recent? Uh yeah, this is from like six months ago or something. Oh, okay. Maybe even earlier, so. Hang um, on do you have anything so yeah, the before... Kid, the kid oh. gets kidnapped, right? And then, like... Yes. They recognize each other, and... Shabam happens. They try to set a trap, and he kills them with knives. And then he makes it to the tavern, and they have this long fight in the darkness, which was pretty oh, yeah. cool. Like pretty a little sweet. cat and mouse game. But then this goes again with, like, Hagen's not a villain. Like, he gets to his big showdown, and he fucking hides! <laughs> yeah. He fucking hides and plays games until he can get... Rurik away from the stairs so he can run up them and get out. <laughs> so, like, it's a, it's a really cool, like, typical Bava, like, shadows and weird color lighting. And mm-hmm. I really loved, like, the way he worked it. But it, it does kind of make Hagen seem much less imposing that he, he runs off in this fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, like, he didn't really do anything imposing except that speech and, uh, the head toss everything else was just like yeah whatever yeah so so he runs off and then Harold comes back in town 
and like they're he's a little prickly with Rurik, you know, over the whole burning his village and raping his wife thing. But then it seems yeah. to be like, well, okay, you know, live and let live. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, because he let him live, so he, he he lets you know he's like yeah okay it makes all sense. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'll, I didn't I really take notes in the last part of the film either. I just thought no, it was cool. No, me ah. either. So he basically he chases <laughs> Haig into a cave. There's a bunch of leaping. Um, Cameron Mitchell gets to jump onto a horse, which you know that's always cool. That was a big ass fucking cave too, by the way. Like it was a, a typical cave. Bava enormous cave. Uh. And basically, what happens is you know Hagen also again a little bit of a cowardly villain. He always wears a. a little inside shield on his chest specifically oh, yeah. as a defense against thrown knives which is weird because like half his body is still available for a knife throw right like this guy and, like he, he's expert. totally like how are you gonna kill me with this thing right here on my chest i like, guess what? he's just so dead set upon putting the knife in his black heart that he won't take like a oh, ne- yeah. neck shot because obviously he got a neck shot earlier that was perfect yeah that makes sense so he has Moki as his hostage, but Moki gets the shield away and Cameron Mitchell puts a knife in his heart. And then Hell yeah. basically he's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I raped your mom and you're my kid, but I can't be your dad. And so he Sorry, bro. goes away again, I guess, to live like the wild man life. Which is weird because like he was the king. He should be king somewhere, right? To go like, back how- to his own like place and establish the truce, right? Like, Right. Maybe they killed his whole. They didn't kill his whole village. They just killed like a few of his family. Like right. he still has responsibilities as a king. And like Harold and Karina or whatever, Karen are back together, and it's kind of like such a stupid name. He... Everyone's like Arto and Hagen. She's Karen. But does does he know that Moki's not his kid at this point? He must, right? Ah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like maybe not. And they're just gonna be like, oh, okay, everything's cool. That guy's gone yeah. away. You know. Yeah, I think he just. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 like, I don't think he knew. My general, who kind of did a bad thing, that I just really oh, overreacted it's, it's, to. It's Karen with it's Karen with an eye. I guess that makes yeah. it better for me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, everybody lives happily ever after. Basically, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, That's my favorite Baba, which is fucking weird. <laughs> a couple. I have a couple other things. This is one that uh, Baba finished another one of those he did most of it the the book said he did like a week's worth but then talks like he did most of the movie so i did read that like yeah they filmed the whole movie in a week basically is what i I think i read that somewhere right yeah yeah yeah. it was low budget they did in a week that's kind of why hagen doesn't have an army he's only got six dudes (laughs) um speaking of baba doing a finisher (laughs) We we did skip over a movie, which we're going to have to go back to, which was Gunman Called Nebraska. Okay. Um, that's the problem with his credits. It's so hard to, like... Yeah, you have this fucking book, and we still keep going back. <laughs> right, because I was going off of, like... Oh, Savage to, Gringo. That's a great name. I'm trying to, like, juggle looking at what his credits are on Letterboxd, which are really off, to what's on Wikipedia. Because, like, Letterboxd undercredits him, and Wikipedia seems to overcredit him with things. Oh, so then okay. yeah then i have to go to the the tim lucas book and actually like read a couple pages or skim to find yeah his level of involvement so it mm. takes a little bit a bit and i did go back on other things like esther and the king and um some aladdin movie 
And I feel fairly confident that as long as we go back and get this one, we really haven't missed anything that he had significant directorial input on. There's the are some movies that he did yeah. finish, but most of the work was already done. And so his yeah. signature like visual style wouldn't be in it. I feel yeah, I'm excited for this one because it those. looks like a movie that would have been done by like Rick Dalton from Once Upon a Time. <laughs> this, oh uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, I think that might even be the uh, one of his the last of his westerns. It honestly just looks straight out of that like a like a fake poster straight out of that. So <laughs> that's funny. So I managed to not dump us with trivia like I did last time. I do have a couple okay. other things. Yeah. Um, before oh, just going back with Cameron Mitchell, he always wanted to work with Bava again, and like they had ideas for like historical epics, but well, he just didn't want to be in a Jalo or what? Bava didn't want to leave Italy. He wanted oh, okay. to work in Italy, and um, there's a co- quotes from a couple other people basically saying that you know he could have done even bigger films, yeah. but he was just happy where he was, which you know goes with everything oh, we've nice, yeah. been you know repeatedly yeah. get hearing about Baba is just he yeah. he felt he was just a guy doing a job. Yeah. And Poor then Baba. the last fun bit of trivia, this got released later in nineteen sixty nine in the US. Um at the drive ins. Can can you guess the odd pairing that it had? Oh no you know drive in double feature. <laughs> okay, Knives of the Avenger was a drive in double feature with Gamera the Invincible. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have known it had something to do with That's that. That's a great night, but like I don't understand who decided that pairing, but I guess you have it all. You have a Viking Western yeah. and then yeah. Kaiju. Hell yeah. You invite two different kinds of crowds, so you get more money. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's it for Knives of the Avenger. I would definitely recommend this one. It's not super exciting, but it, it looks great, even though there's only three locations. Cameron Mitchell is good in his last movie with Bava. And you can see the movie behind all those awesome posters. Yeah. And uh, my favorite Bava hopefully gets displaced by uh, something else, but we'll see. I can't wait to do probably, it. Probably not by Savage Savage Gringo, but <laughs> we no. can only hope. I bet either Danger Diabolic. Yeah. Or oh, are, we, are we having Angus on for that one? A Bay of Blood. Uh, yes, he said he wanted to, so we got to let him know. Cool. It is coming up soon. Next time yeah. is, like we said, Gunman Savage called Gringo. Nebraska. It, it's also called Savage Gringo? <laughs> yeah. I thought that I was a different movie. Oh, no, I don't think so. Uh-uh. Savage Gringo. A Ringo. Nebraska. Ringo del Nebraska. Okay. And oh, Wikipedia again says it's debatable whether he directed it or not. Oh man, it has three paragraphs on whether he directed it or not. We'll get into that next time. See ya. <laughs> Later. <laughs>